The following is a public service announcement brought to you by the Truth Stand. The Truth Stand. Over the past two weeks, there has been a lot of fuss about the governor of Virginia, Democrat Ralph Northam, regarding a picture. Now, we here at the Truth Stand believe that this is just a nefarious attempt by the political powers that be to cover up for Ralph Northam's true abomination. There was a very contentious committee hearing yesterday when Fairfax County Delegate Kathy Tran made her case for lifting restrictions on third trimester abortions as well as other restrictions now in place. And she was pressed by a Republican delegate about whether her bill would permit an abortion even as a woman is essentially dilating, ready to give birth. And she answered that it would permit an abortion at that stage of labor. Do you support her measure and, and explain her answer? Yeah, I'm, you know, I wasn't there, uh, Julie, and I, I certainly can't speak for uh, Delegate Tran, but um, I would tell you, one, uh, first thing I would say, this is why decisions such as this should be made by providers, uh, physicians, uh, and uh, the uh, mothers uh, and fathers that, that are involved. Um, there are, you know, when we talk about third trimester uh, abortions, these are done uh, with the consent uh, of obviously the, the mother, with the consent uh, of the physicians, more than one physician, by the way. Um, and it's done in cases where there may be severe deformities, there may be a, a, a fetus that's non-viable. So in this particular example, uh, if a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered, uh, the infant would be kept comfortable, uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired, and then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mothers. But what could I expect from a killer of children? It's pure evil! It is me, it is me, it is the Luminary. And you are watching the Truth Stand here from Charlotte, North Carolina. Saying you can chase a lot all over the world, but the truth, it stands where it stands. And of course, you're not getting a grandiose intro. Because as you can tell by the very sound of my voice, I have to talk about something very deep and very serious, okay? Well, everything I talk about is very deep and very serious, but I'm not here to entertain you today. I'm here to talk about what's happening in this country. And I'm here to talk about the abortion law 
that was passed and signed into law by Alabama. Now, a little background here. The reason why this bill is being signed is because it is meant to be a counterweight to what's called Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade passed in 1973 and then ratified or approved by the Supreme Court in 1973, basically made abortion a national right, basically saying that anyone can get an abortion in any state. Before then, it was a state's issue, meaning that 70% of the, of the states in the United States allowed abortion at some level. 30% did not. But then when the abortion law, Roe versus Wade, was basically upheld illegally by the United States Supreme Court, who read abortion into the 14th Amendment, and abortion doesn't exist in the 14th Amendment, it made abortion legal in all states. And pro-lifers have been trying to fight that law ever since. And the nation's thoughts about abortion has changed so much because science has improved so much. We now can detect heartbeats. We can see the life. And people are understanding now that this is a life. But my issue or the reason why I'm here today isn't to talk about the law itself. It's to talk about comments made by a certain Christian influencer by the name of Pat Robertson. Now, I will not refer to Pat Robertson as a Christian leader, okay? I have many issues with Pat Robertson. First of all, he's a word of faith charismatic guy. So that's my first problem with him. His theology is all messed up. Secondly, this man has made many false prophecies. And if you're going to stand in the role of a prophet, then you must be dealt with like a false prophet. You can't play the prophet's game and be wrong and get away with it. That's not how that works. And he's also said other lunatic things in the past. But he is not for this law. Now, everyone's jumping on Pat Robertson saying, oh, he's no longer pro-life. That's not true. The reason why Pat Robertson said what he said is because from a political perspective, he thinks it's a loser. Why? Because according to this law, abortion providers can be subjected to 99 years in prison for helping a woman abort her child. Now, the laws or the, the statute in Alabama does not punish the mother, but it punishes the provider. And of course, there is no provision for rape or incest. So basically, it is the strictest abortion law on the books. It's not like Missouri's law where it still provides the abortion in the case of uh, incest or rape, but it basically is another heartbeat bill like it was passed in Georgia. Basically, the buck stops. If there is a heartbeat detected, then that's it. No abortion. I agree with that. But Pat Robson doesn't like it because it's a political loser. My comments or my issues with Pat Robson isn't the fact that he thinks it's a political loser. My issue with it is the fact that we have to discuss it from a political perspective in the first place. It's the most disgusting thing that I think I can witness in this country other than the homosexual movement wanting to sodomize children and liberal Democrats wanting to legalize sodomy. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's what they want to do. It's disgusting. But to have to talk about abortion from politics, to sit here and listen to godless men and women run around, oh, it's the women's right, women's right, women's right. Oh, this is horrible. This is pure evil. Let me say something here. And this is probably not going to go over well. Just because a heinous act happened to you 
does not give you the right to commit another heinous act in return. Luminary, what do you mean by that? Simple. Rape and incest are terrible, terrible things. And I would not wish that upon any person's daughter, mother, aunt, whatever. With that being said, that child in that womb had nothing to do with that. That child, I don't care if it's one month, two months, it is a viable life. I understand science would say it's not, but God said it was. Because he said, before you were formed in your mother's belly, I knew you. Before the very foundations of the world, you were already known in him. The very hairs of your head are numbered. I'm sorry, Christian, that's scripture. Deal with it, ye who wants to continue to vote for Democrats. Deal with it. And I'm not saying vote for Republicans either, but you got to take stock in what you're doing and who you're voting for. Seriously. If we allow people to do anything in the name of because a horrible, heinous act happened to them, then vigilante justice would be the name of the game. Someone rapes your daughter. Father finds out heinous act happens to daughter. Guess what happens? He goes out and kills said rapist. You want to know what's going to happen to daddy? Daddy's going to jail. Now, the courts may try to lessen his sentence because of the extenuating circumstances, but he's going to jail. Listen, this isn't the movie Taken where Liam Neeson finds out that someone killed his daughter or actually, no, they killed the friend and then tried to send the daughter into slave uh, slavery or whatever. And then he goes around and just kills everybody. Or he did it again in another movie where his son got killed and he decided he wanted to go kill everybody. That's not how that works. Just because something heinous happened to you does not eliminate the fact that that is a life. Understand that. And I'm not, this isn't about having lack of sympathy for women. This isn't about pro-choice versus pro-life. This is about pure spirituality. And we are losing that in this country quickly. But what's even more shocking is the Christians who are trying to find every way to agree to these things or to find some way not to be involved in discussing these things. Or to find some way to kind of tamp down the rhetoric from people like me who are keeping others from coming to Christ. Because you see, we preach the gospel and we preach the Bible and people don't want to hear that. And when it comes to issues in America, when we do speak on it, we speak from the authority of scripture. And, oh, and we just can't do that. No, 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 Pat Robertson and any other alleged Christian who's going to try to find some way to dismiss this bill because this bill while i personally don't think it's the right tactic that's irrelevant from a christian perspective it is fighting against pure evil now it's amazing how all these christians want to run around social justice warrior this social justice warrior that over perceived slights over perceived victimhood but yet when it comes to this issue oh all of a sudden oh oh, oh we the baby being killed by the mother isn't a victim. That, that's no cause to get mad and protest and things like that. When was the last Christians that protested abortion? I'm sure some have, but I don't remember any real big coverage of it. It's just amazing to me. We got the Southern Baptists who are all about, oh, social justice, just social justice, that everyone's a victim. Everyone's a victim. We got to become more Christian activists and all this stuff. Well, where's your activism when it comes to the life of a child? Keep this in mind, too. At one point in time, you weren't a viable fetus. 
At one point in time, you were in the womb and you had only been there a month or two. Suppose your mother hadn't allowed you to develop. You wouldn't be here, would you? So I want you to think about that. And I want you to think as Christians, what is it that you really stand for? We cannot use people's emotions as well as in place of truth. Your emotions, as one person would say, your facts don't care about feelings. Your emotions does not make scripture. Your emotions does not dictate theology and doctrinal truth. I feel for those who've gone through that horrible experience. I can never, ever put myself in their shoes. Then you'll say, well, that's right. Well, then who are you to talk? Talking scripture here. And I'm sorry, you cannot tell me that the answer is to kill. I even heard one disgusting journalist say, challenging a, a, a Republican, I guess, saying, well, who's going to pay for the baby if you're poor? So poverty is no excuse to kill. We won't let people steal food in the name of poverty and they not be punished. We won't let people kill in the name of need and not be punished. So why in the world are we going to abort babies? Come on, let's think here. Christian. I'm talking to Christians. I'm talking to the professing body of Christ. I'm talking about the professing body of Christ. We need to get our heads right here. We can't let people like Pat Robertson influence us because this man is no leader. And I'm sure there will be other Christians who will be saying some of the same things. And it's disgusting. With that being said, you could chase the law all over the world, but the truth, it stands where it stands. I am your host, Illuminary, and I hope to see you real soon. Peace.